You're listening to The Deadly Dose, hosted by Harini Bott and Megan Gesner. Welcome back, Poison Pals, to another episode of The Deadly Dose. So we're going to jump straight into the juicy story for this week. I want to try and guess. I think Megan did tell me what this was about, Mm -hmm. but my memory is foggy. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I think it has to do with snails. It does. So we will be continuing a theme of snails because we did talk about cone snails a couple episodes ago and admittedly your cone snail episode inspired this topic we're going to talk about today love it i will say i am very excited because i think this will just be honestly more casual fun Mm -hmm. conversation i wanted to talk about snail mucus Mm -hmm. or the more correct term is snail mucin Mm -hmm. in cosmetics and skincare lines And so for those of you who might have been expecting a poison element today, (laughs) unfortunately, there is not. But it is kind of a fun thing to talk about because it's this weird concept of like putting this slimy thing on your face. Yeah, so I want to talk about snail mucin because I have used snail mucin Mm -hmm. for quite some time in my skincare routine. And one thing that also inspired me to talk about this is... Uh, sometimes when I'm hanging out with Phil, just like with any partner dynamic, sometimes you're like, hey, hey, you want to try this? You yeah. want to put a face mask yeah. on? Or, you know, do you want to do, you know, you want to see if they'd be into your skincare routine or even like your manicure routine Absolutely. or all that stuff? Like, do you do that with Dave? I'm assuming, assuming yes. Dave was the one that got me into skincare, actually. Oh, okay. He was more into the face masks when we first met. He would put them on. He would come out of the bathroom with a full face mask. (laughs) I'm like, all right. He knows how to self-care. I like it. Love it. That's good. Yeah, I... I was was successful at introducing Phil to manicures because I feel like... Because I, I think you can kind of sucker somebody in at the idea of a massage. Yeah. If you focus more on the manicure element as a massage rather than like nails getting done, then sure. I think someone like Phil would be like, all right, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm into, I'm into it. it. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I have been unsuccessful in getting him to bite at <laughs> is using my snail <laughs> snail skincare stuff. Yeah, And anytime mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, hey, you know, if you need to wash your face, I have um, a cleanser that has mm-hmm. snail mucus in it. Oh. Or, oh, you know, I have a mask that has, you know, snail secretion in it. Or I have this, 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 whatever, whatever. And <laughs> admittedly, for me, I'm asking self- it for selfish reasons because it really has nothing to do with snail care. It's more of like there does tend to be a stereotype that dudes like Phil, all they got to do is put soap and water on their face and then they're they're blessed with the perfect skin. Exactly. Infuriating. And so self, (laughs) no moisturizer, nothing, nothing just goes about the day, raw, no makeup, the air, (laughs) nothing. Uh, uh. so selfishly, I've been wanting to see if he would use my products because I do have this thought that, you know, that's not going to last forever. Like 
yes, your skin is doing fine now. Yeah. The moment you hit 57, a decade from now, it's just going to be like melanoma. <laughs> oh my God. Just sunspots, sunspots, sunspots. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just so, so shitty of me to think, but like, I can't help but think that like, yeah. you know, certain skin types age differently. Take care of your skin. I'm someone, I'm someone who has higher levels of melanin in my genetics and therefore I might look a certain way when I age, mm-hmm. I might look younger. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, going back, to, <laughs> going back, I always ask him, you want to try my snail stuff? You want to try my snail stuff? And he will, without fail, be like, get that snail snail goop away from me. I love He's it. like, I don't want that snail goop on my face. <laughs> Every time. I cannot get him to humor me at all. He's like, no, I don't need that. You know what, Megan? So, I just got this yeah. image while you were talking because you were saying how <laughs> Phil right now has such great skin without having to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, right. what if he uses the snail skin? Or not snail skin, the snail mucus <laughs> on his face. And this I just got this image of him turning into handsome Squidward. Like, it's just too much. It's just too much for us to even look. He's just, we can't, he's dazzling. Yeah. I I was picturing what you're picturing, but I was picturing like the steps. It'd be like, imagine me, I, I like knock on the bathroom door. Yeah. I'm like, Phil, are you okay in there? And I open it. He turns around. His whole face is just goofy and slimy. It's just like handsome Squidward. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. So good. That would be, a, that would be a dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as I was saying, I started using snail products in my skincare routine about 10 years what? ago. Um, I think I started picking them up. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it was definitely in college that I started I embracing snail products. I will say though, that my snail interest definitely coincided with Korean skincare yep. routines. So they, those interests sure. took off at the same time. Obviously what, what came first was I, I got into Korean skincare routines and then shopping for Korean skincare stuff. That's when I saw got all it. the snail stuff. And it is still very much the case that Korean cosmetics and Korean skincare lines are the primary producers of anything Snails. that might have okay. snail mucin yeah. in it. They're also the definitely the top researchers mm. in the industry to even study if snail mucin has yeah. real benefits to skincare yeah. and stuff like that. Because um, they're just quite frankly, ahead of the game when it comes to skincare. They really are. I mean, I was just going to say 10 years ago, you were picking up snail mucin. I was picking up that BB cream. Mm -hmm. I mean, I couldn't get enough of that. I was like, wow. Yeah. BB cream. Yes. That, that's throwback, man. That is true. It was, that was from Korean skincare. They were way ahead of that. That was like, I want to say what, 2010 Mm -hmm. maybe, or even earlier than that. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Not 2010. Maybe like 2012. Right. And I saw BB cream enter with Dr. Jar. If you guys know that brand, Dr. Jar and Sephora, Mm -hmm. they they started coming out with BB cream. That was the first time I've seen like, quote unquote, like a Western brand come out with it. And that was easily like Mm -hmm. six or seven years later. So yes, very much ahead of their time. Yeah. I never got into snail muse. And sadly, I don't think I have ever used it actually. So this is very much it's not mm-hmm. news to me, but it's news to me that you have been using it for this long. Right. And now I wish I had, we had traded skin secrets. Cause let me tell you, poison pals, Megan's skin is like a baby's bottom. It is youthful upon youthful. 
I don't know if I physically look youthful, but I will say not to toot my own horn. <laughs> Please toot, toot my, away. I, I have been very lucky to have skin that doesn't inflame easily. I don't mm-hmm. break out. Yeah. I think it's rare for me to break out at this point. I got one zit a couple weeks back and that was the first in so long. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that to be braggadocious. It's just, you know, everybody's genetics are different. I might have a very particular yeah. skin chemistry. I also want to say, um, you know, I want to, because I ultimately I'm going to be advocating for snail mucin here. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to hide that because I think there's some really cool stuff that I learned in this research yeah. that I'd like to share with you guys. But I, I do want to clarify, I have been using birth control for such a long time mm-hmm. too. And I know mm-hmm. birth control can have either positive or negative effects on your skin. And I think for me, it worked out really well. Um, so I don't want to discount yeah. that. I do think birth control probably has some impact on how my skin reacts to stuff. Sure. So that said, I did struggle with eczema in high school mm-hmm. and in throughout college when I was fencing. And mm-hmm. when you s- have really severe eczema bouts, you ultimately go to the dermatologist. And what mm-hmm. you fr- learn from the dermatologist is, well, hey, you have a particular skin type that really like certain certain parts of your skin really struggle to hold water. And so the very, very basic thing um, that a dermatologist will tell you is after you shower, you know, don't dry your face completely or don't dry your arms or skin completely. It's usually dab it, dab it to keep the moisture Mm -hmm. still present on the skin and immediately coat yourself with some sort of cream, nothing Mm -hmm. lotion based, nothing water based because that, that evaporates. And a lot of lotions, especially fragrant lotions have alcohols, blah, 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 blah. That all evaporates, makes your skin dry. So if your skin's particularly sensitive and has eczema, you want something that's almost like cream to Vaseline level. Everybody's different, but that's what was recommended for me. So I was already kind of on this mindset of I needed something very viscousy, very, I don't know if viscousy is the right word, but very lubricating on my skin. Yes. And so to transition to snail mucin was kind of very easy for me. Also, I'm not someone who's squeamish. I think that's why Phil doesn't want it because he thinks it's gross. But to me, I was like, mm. I don't know. I thought it was cool. I was like, snails? Yeah. Well, they're they're slithery and wet and seem to have good skin. Like, why not they have good put their skin. stuff up? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I think that Wait, probably- Wait, question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, I didn't even think about the, the squeamish aspect. Is it- is it only just snail mucin? Is there like a smell to it? Or does it, is there any part of the process that you feel would be off-putting to a consumer in any way? So for myself, no, I don't, there's never any smell besides whatever might be a natural fragrant they're putting in it. I, Mm -hmm. um, I don't think snail mucin itself has a fragrance that's going to be detectable in skincare products. Um, I think what people might disagree with and it and it's still being researched and questioned is are what's the ethics? Just like with any sort of uh, yeah. use of animal product, what's the right. ethics in using snail mucin? Like how do you even collect that? Which we'll yeah. get into later. Okay, cool. But yeah, for me, like I, I can understand how people might be squeamish because it is like it's slime. It is the yeah. it's the trail <laughs> on the cement that you see the snail leaving behind. That is Aww, what I'm putting on yeah. my face. Yeah. They're little yeah. they're a little slime trail. So cute. I think they're so adorable. I know. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about what is claimed of snail mucin and its benefits and what's true or what research support. So 
The commercial skincare industry claims that snail mucin is a great, and I hate the following words, anti-aging product. And what that means is it can enhance the formation of collagen in the skin and prevent fine lines and wrinkles. It can make your skin glow by diminishing hyperpigmentation and increases suppleness. This is what like the commercial skincare industry is trying to sell to you. Um, on a quasi-clinical level, it is claimed that snail mucin can reduce redness, scarring, and alleviate certain types of rosacea. So is that true? Is there research to support those claims? First, let's look at, well, what even is snail mucin? So mucin is something that all most animals can produce through their epithelial glands. We have the ability to produce mucin, and mucin falls under this category called glycosylated proteins. Mm -hmm. Let me make sure I have Mm -hmm. that right. Does that sound correct? Okay. Yes, that's correct. And glycosylated proteins can have a wealth of chemicals in it. Think Mm -hmm. when I think of snail mucin, I think about when when we talk about poison cocktails that animals produce, whether it's the cone snail or the Mm -hmm. uh, the rays. It's kind of the same concept that this this mucin, just like their poison, it actually is a bunch of different things in this one Mm -hmm. one cocktail. So this this one slimy blob is a bunch of different chemicals or proteins or enzymes that can have different effects on the cell. Mm -hmm. In this case, our skin cells. So the scientific term for snail mucin is helix aspersa Mueller glycoconjugate. And while that is a very long word, First, I do want to say the first part, helix aspersa, that's just the scientific name for whatever snail you're taking the mucin from. So helix Mm. aspersa in this case is your common garden snail. Okay. If you were to look at a bottle of a beauty product or something, and basically the key thing is the word aspersa. If you see Mm -hmm. aspersa or aspersum, that probably means that that product has some sort of snail mucin in it. Oh, okay. So if you're at Sephora next time or whatever at Target, Ulta, wherever you might get your beauty products and you're looking through ingredients and let's say maybe you're someone who really wants something that's vegan, but you see aspersa on there, Mm. it has snail mucin in it. Good call out. That's really smart. Okay. I actually think I'm going to go to Sephora this week and just do a little browsing. (laughs) Educational. Yeah, yeah. Only for educational purposes. (laughs) (laughs) Um... If they don't have the scientific name on a bottle, it's usually listed as snail secretion filtrate or SSF or snail essence. So those are the layman's okay. terms. I think those also just sound nicer than sail, snail mucin or snail mucin. Right. So probably use those right. Question. Yes. Um, just to ask you really quick, the products that you use, are they from Korea? Are you still getting them from a Korean brand or are you getting them from now like Western brands? I get them from Korean brands. So when I was first introduced to Korean products and snail products in particular, I specifically bought from Nature Republic. I Mm -hmm. still really rely on their products today. Like I really, I really like their snail line. Um, The (laughs) other one is Myzon and they usually come in. um, They usually are like a very brown amber packaging. Um, mm-hmm. But right now, my one snail product, because I'm all out, but my one snail product uh-huh. I have is um, it's eye cream with snail mucin. Ooh. 
Ooh. and snail essence. Um, no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> snail serum. Oh my gosh, you really, ha- you really have the whole line. I have all of it. I do the whole twelve step Korean yeah. skincare routine. Um, <laughs> do you need to do all twelve steps? No. Again, going back to what my dermatologist taught me: as long as you're trapping water on your skin. Mm. that's the most that you could that's like the best thing that you could do and then sunscreen that bitch so yeah exactly yeah. but 100%. if you're interested in any of this i love to talk about it so oh my god i think i want to get some i mean we'll continue but this is intriguing me okay so i think i think this will encourage people to kind of be more open to it because yeah some cool stuff snail mucin research has shown does have tremendously beneficial effects on skin specifically wound healing, which is really interesting. Mm. What's cool about snails, and there's obviously many different species of snails, different snails have different mucin applications. For example, the garden snail is used a lot in the cosmetics industry, but Mm -hmm. the African giant snail, which some people own as pets, which I think is really cute, is used, yeah, is used more like medical applications. So not only do different species create different types of mucin cocktails, on yeah. the particular species alone, the mucin, depending on where they're producing it on their body, has different uses. So, for example, so cool. the mucus that, that's produced on the snail's foot is you know, explicitly going to be used for adhesion and lubrication for the snail to stick to its surfaces or weight bearing mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, the mucin that they produce on their back, even if it's covered by the shell, that's anti-microbial. That's, that's for healing, for fighting off bacteria, which is really so cool. cool. Yeah, I Let's have the see. medicinal uses if you want oh, yeah. me to say it really quickly. Go for it. Okay. So for the African giant snail, the conditions it's used for is, it's actually a lot, but I'll keep it to the, what we were kind of talking about. Uh, stops bleeding from cuts, healing of amputated fingers, uh, treatment of eye problems, even like healing after circumcision of males, so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. Very which, cool. is, which is really neat. So when I, when I see that, I'm like, I, I just need that to be convinced, honestly, to to mm-hmm. see value in it as a skincare product. Because I'm like, let's say I did have inflammation or I had a bit that popped or whatever, and I need to target that area. Put some mm-hmm. mucin on it. Redness goes down. The inflammation goes down. It's yeah. antimicrobial um, properties mm-hmm. are killing bacteria in there. But yeah. Absolutely. The mucus of several mm-hmm. snail types has been shown to have inhibitory and bactericidal potency against Staphylococcus, Streptococcus, and Pseudom- Pseudomonas isolated Damn. from wounds. The African giant snail in particular can kill both gram, it's mucus, <laughs> can kill both mm-hmm. gram-positive <laughs> and gram-negative bacteria in their growing states by attacking the cytoplasm. It has been observed that the mucin of the common garden snail has chemical properties that induce cellular regeneration. So what Mm -hmm. that means is as we age, our skin begins to lose its ability to self-rejuvenate because our cells, our skin cells, the extracellular matrix within them deteriorates with time. That's just natural aging. But um, studies show that the common garden snail mucin promotes the function of dermal fibroblasts, which in turn synthesize the extracellular matrix and collagen therefore it's mm. regenerative it it's not that it's stopping the aging process it's just giving yeah. like your skin cells a boost extra power i don't know something like that yeah too. 
for the, yeah. your extracellular matrix to like do what it needs to do. So cool. And I, and that also ties into the wound healing because yeah, when you get a yeah. cut in order for your skin to scar, those fibroblasts have to do whatever, I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. it needs to do to like patch up that area. And so yep. adding the mucin there, it helps, helps the fibroblasts. I don't know how to be honest. Like, I don't, I don't know the. I didn't go into the actual mechanism of action of like how this protein, this protein cocktail or whatever is actually, you know, attaching to the cell or whatever to enhance the fibroblast activity. But yeah, that's it. And then also, um, mucin, snail mucin demonstrates antioxidant activity that works to prevent free radicals and ultraviolet induced photo aging. My goodness. It was first referenced in one article, but then I actually found the real study where they tested it on, you know, lab rats. They basically put rats in an environment where there would be UV exposure. And they noted that when they actually gave the mucin orally as a drug delivery system or as an assistant Hmm. drug delivery system, the wrinkles or whatever uh, was observed as a result of the UV exposure was actually reduced. Hmm. So that's very, very interesting. So that's kind of a nice segue into the, in the last five years, snail mucin has been linked to cancer research. It exhibits Hmm. anti-melanogenic and anti-tumoral effects against melanoma. It does have the potential to act as an anti-tumor agent, but that's, we're still in the very early stages because just like with poisons from animals, it's really hard to map what is actually happening mm-hmm. in that chemical process um, yeah. or like that, you know, method of uh, action, why why this mucin is even preventing tumors in the first place. So, right, exactly. And it just made me want to buy more snail mucin. Absolutely. I was just going to say, this is a poor <laughs> joke, but we should send a bottle to Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> But truly, I'm sure I'm. I can guarantee. Maybe her dermatologist or whoever her oncologist was was like, "Hey, slap some mucin on there." I'm sure they this. tried everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This is the last little bit in terms of the cancer research. Snail mucin has also been shown to help with skin regeneration after acute radiodermatitis, which is a common side effect from radiotherapy, which is mm. what you might do to eliminate melanomas, type of cancer therapy to mm-hmm. eliminate mel- melanomas. I think that's really interesting. So it's you know tied to cancer research. It's tied to drug delivery systems not even having to do with any cancer research. And this is a cool yeah. But I think you might enjoy the reason why they're testing it is because snail mucin has a natural affinity for our interior mucosal system. Anyway, when you take a, one of the examples was, Oh, um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs NSAIDs. Mm-hmm. NSAIDs, they reduce inflammation, but they yeah. can have adverse side effects such as gastrointestinal injury and liver damage. So they, what they're trying is taking mucin as a natural product to counteract these side effects. And it does help to prevent peptic ulcers or, Mm. um, um, because it does have an antibiotic element to it, but also it just, I like to think of like, think of pictures, snail slime and picture like pill put in it (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. picture swallowing that. And it just gels. Like that's how I think about it. It just gels to the areas that are going to be impacted. And it it apparently diffuses the drug really, really well. What? That is so fascinating to me. Like the way that I think about it is that it's basically coating your 
yeah. stomach and pr- it's like another added protection for- right. because that's the biggest thing is like you take NSAIDs and they just bore a hole into your stomach <laughs> lining and cause like GI ulcers, right? And uh, that is really, really freaking cool, man. Really I have to look more into that. That please, does fascinate me. I mean, I am putting it in the most layman <laughs> term I could think of. It, yeah. It's easier for me to comprehend it that way. And I'm sure I'm oversimplifying the process, but I think that's like the general idea. So yeah, yeah, yeah. very cool. And it's very cool. And some other fun facts, there's, there's also a part of like the industrial industry that's looking into using snail mucins as like glues, as adhesives for, Mm -hmm. I don't know what, but that's another area where snails are used. For those who want to know about the history, apparently, you know, snails have been used since like ancient Greece. Uh, Hippocrates reportedly would prescribe crushed snail and sour milk to clear up skin inflammation. We're going to fast forward centuries. How it became a mainstream thing in our current time, like lots of countries have consumed snails as a cuisine for a very, very Mm -hmm. long time. It's not something that's really done in the U.S. or has ever been done in the U.S., but think Europe lots of parts of Southeast Asia, East Asia have traditionally eaten mollusks or snails or whatever. Mm -hmm. So there was actually, and I think probably still to this day, there was a very large uh, snail farming industry in Chile and they would ship out their snails as produce to places like France or, you know, wherever, you know, it's a, a delicacy or food that's consumed normally. Right. Yeah, what would happen yeah. is these Chilean farmers in the 1990s, when you house snails, you house them in cages. And what would happen is when they were handling the snails, they would cut their hands on the cages. But they would see that after handling the snail and like having the slime on them and everything, their hands would feel softer and the wounds mm-hmm. would heal either faster or the scarring wouldn't be as present or whatever. So they noted right. like, oh, there must be some correlation between I just got a cut in my hand, but the snails have been crawling all over me. So maybe I'm, you know, maybe that's why it's not like scabbing a certain way or it doesn't feel itchy or yeah. you know, whatever. And so that actually started a snail skincare interest in Chile at first. And that slowly blossomed to Korea. I don't know how, what? but that, yeah, like the Chile has a snail skincare industry. And then fast forward to like 2011, that's when Korea really started to find an interest in it as well. And then by 2017, it became something that was like in every skincare line, uh, at least they would have some sort of snail product in Korea. What? That is fascinating. Yeah, I do think it's something that is not as embraced in US skincare lines. And I think that's because it is tied to, well, traditionally, we don't eat snails in our cuisine. You know, it's just not something that is done as much. So what would even be our reason to have snail farms here in the first place, even though the skincare industry in the U.S. has recognized that it's something that's big in like South Korea and other countries that are embracing it a little bit more. They said it's actually just cheaper at this point for us to import snails from those countries and yeah. our products here um, rather sense. than start to farm snails on our own. I think <laughs> I read an article where there's only like two or three major snail farms in the U.S. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, that is all fascinating. I'm, I'm still stuck on the Chilean 
snail farm workers. I'm like, they were getting all these little snail kisses and they're like, oh, <laughs> my wounds are healed. How that is just so curious yeah. and kiss me like how those things happen. Yeah. My question is, I, I think you were going to talk about this. Maybe you will. How are they harvested? And do we, ha- do we understand the ethics around that? Because in my mind, I'm like, it's got to be better than straight up just feasting on them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> than just having escargot all the time. Right. Like, For real. Like if I was in the snail's place, would I rather be the snail that's just getting my slime secreted or eaten? I, I don't know. I Correct. Um, but so there's a fan, there is a fantastic article um, called The Ethics of Snail Mucin. And it's written by Gabby Del Valle. There's no mm-hmm. accent. I apologize, Gabby, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, but it's Gabby Del Valle. Um, and I encourage, if you're like really interested, I'd encourage you to read this because it breaks down the intricacies of how these things are farmed. But I'm, I will summarize. So what Gabby says is that it's actually quite a secret, <laughs> which is never a oh. good sign. Um, you know, you know, to, to ask about ethics and like, oh, how are you collecting the slime? Well, a lot of the farms or even the beauty companies that do have farms or contract, they tend to be a little bit close to the chest about how they do secrete, um, how they do collect the snail slime. Mm. A lot of them will definitely preface at first, like the snails are not harmed. You know, our process is totally humane, blah, blah, blah. But then they won't actually kind of go into the details. What I did read in another article is like the only way you could collect enough snail slime in like one moment is if the snail is stressed, kind of like frogs and candles. You know? no. um, yeah. There was one particular company, if I can find it, it's Cor- uh, Kos- RX, which is a Korean company, which I mm-hmm. actually do have their sunscreen. Um, it's mm-hmm. great sunscreen, yeah, but yeah. a rep from RX did, they do have snail products and they did say, well, what we do is, you know, our snails are in cages and we just blanket them in darkness and, and there's meshing on, in the cage. There's like mm-hmm. mesh on the cage that they can crawl on or whatever. And that mesh is how they collect the snail mucus. Again, thinking about a snail just walking along a sidewalk and leaving a trail. I don't know yeah. how you can collect so much <laughs> from like, yeah. you know, 30 minutes of a snail just walking on mesh in darkness. So it still feels very vague, but like that was the most detailed hmm. way that someone described how they get the snails to like leave their mucin. So that is really curious. Like now you have inspired me. I'm like, I am in Asia now. Yeah. I'm like, I should look up some snail farms yeah, in Malaysia absolutely. and see if I can go visit them. Yeah. You fly on the wall and just see how it's see how the sausage is made. Absolutely. And I, I guarantee you it's probably countries like Laos, Cambodia, mm-hmm. Vietnam, Malaysia that are mm-hmm. where they're con- you know outsourcing for snail farms. Probably. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah. that'd be a fun project. <laughs> yeah. So that is all to say. After learning all this, I'm like, damn, I'd love to just go outside, pick up a snail and put it on my face. <laughs> let it crawl around. Let it do its thing. Oh my gosh. I would love it. You're just sun tanning with the snail just going all around. I love it. Yeah. Best of both. So that's, that's all I have for us today. 
My gosh, that was so fascinating, dude. Oh my God. I mean, okay. I will ask you this. Mm -hmm. You have been using this for 10 years. You are the ideal snail customer now at this point. Do you feel it has made a difference in your skincare? So my answer is yes. And you know, that is why I did clarify earlier, like, listen, I have also been on birth control because I really, I want to be very, very fair that like, is it placebo? Is The question is, is it all sure. placebo? It could very well be placebo. I think that when I was introduced to snail mucin products, it did just feel like it gelled with me really well. It gelled mm-hmm. with my skin really well. I didn't have any breakouts. Um, I felt like my eczema was not as harsh. And I felt like it t- did trap moisture really well on my skin. I'll describe briefly my skincare routine. Like it's kind of what I said about the dermatologist. I would, you know, imagine I wash my face with a cleanser. Usually it'd be a snail cleanser, but that's besides the point. Use a cleanser, (laughs) wash my face, dab dry, but not rub Mm -hmm. to trap moisture on the skin. And then I would put on a snail emulsion or a snail serum. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. You could use any emulsion without snail product or serum without snail product And as long as you're putting that on a fresh layer of water, you're probably going to get the same results. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. As long as something's trapping water on your skin, your skin's going to be glowy and dewy and bright and a little more hydrated. But for me, I liked the idea of snail mucin. Again, it never made me have a breakout. It just felt consistent to compare. I did at some point try bee venom because that's also another thing that's very popular Mm. in Korean skincare products. I tried yeah, bee venom, which I don't know how they're getting bee venom out of bees, but you know, it's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We can talk about that one the next time. Yeah. Um, But I switched briefly to a product that had bee venom in it. And I just felt like it didn't treat my skin the way that snail mucin treated my skin. I'm also the type of person that if one thing works for me, I do not derail from that routine. Yeah. No, I get that. So I think it works for me. Yeah. (laughs) That is... No, that's really good. That's good to know. I'm very, very curious. I would love to try it and see for myself because as I said, now that I'm Asia, I'm sure there's so many local brands that I can just try and pick up. So that might be like my little experiment with myself (laughs) on my skin. Texturally, if you get specifically some sort of snail emulsion or snail serum, you can tell that it is mucin. Like the, really? if there's any difference between products, you can tell when one has slime in it and one doesn't. Uh-huh. So I'll just okay. give you a so, you're yeah. try it. You will feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that texture or sensation can feel off-putting to some people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that would be off-putting to me because I've not tried it, but I don't know. I put all kinds of stuff on my face. So <laughs> I think this is probably like the least, you know, yeah. crazy thing I could put. So we'll right. see. I will. I'm very curious though. This yeah. was quite the education. Thank you, Megan. This is so fascinating to me. So fun. All right. Yeah. Lovely. All right. Let's do antidotes. Okay. My antidote is, okay, I guess I will announce this here. I have yet to tell Megan because it's been a a morning, guys. (laughs) Um, But I submitted two of my YouTube videos to this award. It's called the Telly Awards where they honor you know, like videos and television, whatever. And I just found out that both of my videos were s- selected as winners. Oh my and so, God, dude. 
That's huge. Yeah. That's so huge. Exciting. Yeah. So I'm very happy. I got one award for um, sports because I did video in Formula One. Love it. And then the other one That's was for one. the Eels video um, yeah. for best best video in mixed media, uh, mixed media and journalism. So very exciting. That's very cool. So maybe I'll put those links to the videos if you guys want to see it uh, yeah. for this podcast description. But that is definitely my antidote. It's 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 very satisfying to see the work paying off. Yeah, absolutely. Huge congrats. I'm so bad with YouTube. I gotta say, I've I've definitely entered a, a stage in my life where I'm like, I can't keep up with the older. I just. <laughs> but um, huge congratulations. Like I've watched your videos. I just don't know what like the awards are, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Super dope. And then awesome. you know what you do. Now that you get those awards, does it come in as like a physical award, like a plaque or something? It does. There's like a trophy. So I need to like reach out and basically send my address and things like that. But then they, what they also do is like they give you all this stuff for PR. Like you can now put like their award on your video, like on YouTube. You say like this is now like award winning video or whatever, stuff like that. Love Very it. Cool. Oh my gosh. So guys, you heard it here first. Harini is on the trajectory <laughs> of probably getting PR boxes at some point. So excited. Oh my God. Get the free stuff. Yes. And two, <laughs> the free the next, snail mucin. Yes. The next time that she records, there will be re- awards in her background. Like any proper <laughs> streamer. So. Mm-hmm, Love it. Mm-hmm. Lovely. So, All right. Nice job, Harini. My Thanks antidote is that right as I hang up, well, not right as I hang up, but once I'm done recording this, I'm going to go pick up my sister from the airport and she is going to spend a whole week with me down here oh, in San Diego. Love it. And it's going to be Memorial Day weekend. So we're going to have yes. like proper time to hang out instead of me just going to work and her <laughs> hanging out with my cats. Poor thing. But I know she loves that. I know she she's more yeah. than happy to just hang out with my cats. So. Oh, yeah, I love that. I'm so happy Manira is coming. You guys are going to have a great time. And it's her birthday, right? So you guys are going to have yeah, some birthday celebrations. Celebrate so. Yeah, lots to celebrate. Wonderful. All right. right. I'm going to exit out with do risk it for those snail mucin biscuits. Eat it. Hell put yeah. it on your face. Bathe in it. <laughs> Whatever you do. Want. All of us love. Yeah. love it. Love it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch Bye. you later. Bye.